Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, sun-kissed, Murgatroyd, good vibrations, Murgatroyd. Is that a Beach Boys song? Dun, dun, dun. I'm giving you good Wait a minute, don't do it because the last time we played music, it got, it got dinged. Oh, they tagged it on YouTube, didn't they? Did. They? they so did. So today we are going to talk about good vibrations. And why are we talking about good vibrations? Because there's been a lot of fucking crazy vibrations in the world. And I think we need some good vibrations right now. What about you? I, I think so. And we're kind of expanding on what we talked about last week, where we stuck our toe into Abraham Hicks world. And uh, we've received tons of feedback on last week's last week's episode. Wow. Say that three times fast. You know what the problem is? No, I have cilantro no, in again. my mouth. Do it again. Last, last week's episode, last week's episode, last week's episode. Not bad. You did it. No, did. I had cilantro in my mouth and it was like, I don't know what that's it was what, happening. That's what she said. Go oh ahead. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, so we got tons of reach out and um, we wanted to expand on it because, you know, even though I'm listening to the same, how long is that? Let me look. Okay, so the the audio I've been listening to for like ever, um, no, for like the last month or two is literally 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. But every single day I hear something new in that audio. Yeah, she talks very deeply and very, very quickly. There's got to be some way we can link that audio up. I think it's called the best of the, uh, the editors who listen to this will link it up. I think it's called the best of Abraham and you could probably find the link on YouTube. It's a really, really, really good one. So, okay. 
So you just asked me something, I, I, you know, I came in the door a second ago and I was like, you know, we've got a lot of really good feedback um, on last week's podcast. And, and I can always tell when the podcast goes well, because the feedback is not just, you know, great job, love the episode. It is, you know, voice messaging, passionate. passionate, like, you know, people, people going, you know, now with voice text, people can get easy access to you, even on Instagram, they can just send you a voice message. Which we love. Which is great. So keep doing it. We love to hear. It's just, you know, you can really sense somebody's um, feelings and their vibrations <laughs> when they when they send a, a voice message. But we had so many messages from people where it really resonated with them for whatever the reason was. So we wanted to just do a little bit of a, a, a follow-up on it. Can um, I share the two things I learned this week? Yeah. Maybe that's a good place to start. So, you know, it's no secret. We've talked about a million times where we were in Atlanta and it took us a long ass time to manifest this California life. And today when I was food prepping and listening to the same recording, I listened to three times a day, I heard something new. And I actually even screenshotted like the minute marker because I wanted to make sure I could get back there and share it with Rob because I thought it was really profound. So a lot of times when you're trying to manifest or you're throwing a vision board up on the wall or whatever it is that you're trying to create in your life, often, and in our case, this was the case, you're coming from such a place of lack that you're like, I hate this, I want that. And so you think by hating where you're at, and let, like I'll use the example for us, we were living in Atlanta. We were over it. Rob had been wanting to get out and get to California for 400 years. And he would walk around and he was like, I hate this. I hate that. I hate this. I hate Atlanta. I hate this. And it was just all this like hate. And then it was like dreaming of California. Well, what you're doing there is you're not coming from a place of one gratitude so you're coming from a very negative vibration. You're not coming from a place of gratitude. So we mentioned this before, and maybe we can link this in the show notes too, is the emotional, um, what is it called? The emotional, emotional scale. scale. Yeah. Yeah. So the emotional scale. And you know, we, we mentioned this last week, but it's worth repeating because if you haven't looked at it, remind me to tell them a funny story in a second, mm -hmm. by the way. Okay. The emotional scale on the negative side, right, is insecurity, guilt, um, fear, depression, jealousy. So he, Rob would go into jealousy of people living on the West Coast, hatred, rage, I hate where I am, I hate this, and all anger, or even boredom, I'm bored. It's never going to happen, pessimism. All of those negative emotions were not helping his cause or his vision board come to life because he wasn't vibing in the place where that law of attraction is actually going to take place. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, th I think there's a few things that really hit me around that. The first one is there's a point where change happens for people and that change happens when they've had enough. They, you know, they leave, they leave their spouse, they leave their job, they put down the cupcakes. There is a defining moment where they say, not another day, not another minute, not another second. Like Tony, Tony Robbins 101. They hit threshold, they get leverage on themselves, and they facilitate a change. So somewhere in my thinking, my belief was that if I rode that 
that uh, frustration of where I was living, that it would be the, the spark, the impetus that would move me into the next place. And I think in theory, it sounds like a great idea, but in actuality, what it does is it creates on the emotional scale that you just described. And for those that don't know what the emotional scale is, uh, Kim was reading off different um, different flavors of emotion that you go through, right? So anger has one intensity, jealousy has another, fear has another, and they, they ride up and down this scale. And so you want to be, you know, the, the top, let's say is joy, right? Or if it's not the top, it's pretty- It is, it, it's, it's number it's, one. All right. So the top would be Love, joy. joy. So the idea is for you to find, uh, as you're trying to get to joy, if you're not in joy, you're not going to go from fear to joy. It's very difficult to do that. So the idea is to go and reach for the next emotion that you can find where it's not that much of a leap and you keep finding your way up the scale. And so in, in regards to what we're talking about though, like had you sat in a place of contentment even, like we had a nice life in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It didn't suck. Like no. we had a nice life in Atlanta. Hopefulness, optimism, positive expectation and belief. The higher you get up that scale towards joy and appreciation, appreciation also gratitude. Mm-hmm. If you can give if you can be in a place, whatever shit place you are in some area of your life, whether it's your body, your relationship, whatever. Like if you're sitting in your body now, and you know, I work with a lot of people that are in this, and I've been in it myself many times, where I'm like pissed about the muffin top or the cellulite under my ass or some version of that, and I'm mad about it and I'm angry about it. Instead of looking and finding the good and being grateful for your body and being grateful for you know, the fact that I delivered a baby and instead of putting all of the negative emotion on my body, try to put the positive emotion, right? So now I have to train myself to put the positive emotion. So find a way to get to that gratitude place and live in that place and go after the goal. And so what she says is, from my vantage point, I love where I am and I am so grateful and appreciative. So whether it's in your business, your body, whatever it is, I love where I am and I am so grateful to have this around me. And I'm really excited about the next chapter too and to see what's coming. The the word for me that changed all of this is that joiner, the word ends. That one is really, really important for me because what it does is in my mind, how I see it is here, living in Atlanta, so grateful, have great friends, great restaurants, weather's not that bad, you know, live in a great environment. We live in a beautiful, beautiful place there. And... I would love to be surfing in 70 degrees in Southern California. That piece right there that you just unlocked this morning was really, really powerful. And we're, you know, it, I'm trying, the reason why Kim gave me Atlanta was because she knew how intense I felt about it. And she knows on the other side, how happy I am in California. So it was a, it was a great illustration, but if we take that and we extrapolate it out into all those different areas of your life, like you just talked about with your body, or you know, it could be finances or whatever it is. If you're shaming, hating, talking negative, your 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 vibes are going so low that it's just about impossible to tune into the frequency that you want. So let's just say 
that the frequency that you want, I'll use another example that Esther Hicks uses often. If the frequency of the radio station that you need to tune in to, to get what it is that you're after is 98.6, but you're not tuned into that frequency because your vibes are so low, then you can, you can go all day long uh, vision boarding and journaling and hating about your current situation. But if you're not at 98.6, then you're not going to be able to listen to that radio station. The other thing I was going to say is we have inside of us, if you're trying to figure out, you know, we're, we're making the assumption in, in this conversation that everybody knows what it is that they want but there are a lot of people listening right now who are very, very clear about what they don't want, but they're not super clear about what they do want. And I want to challenge you to do something that uh, Kim and I have really been working hard at, and it's not so easy to do, but it is a, it is a learnable skill. And that is the idea of using your emotions as your guidance system to identify what feels good for you. So for example... You know, for many, many years, I have been talking about, you know, when I moved to California, I want to work really, really hard and I want to get a great, you know, Aston Martin or a great Porsche or, you know, something like that. And there, were, there was a lot that was packed into the why behind that. But if I'm being honest and I'm sitting down now and I'm saying the Aston Martin is in my driveway now. How excited am I to get into that Aston Martin? And the answer is, I don't know what I would do with the sands from the beach that I have all over me. <laughs> First it, of all, the Aston Martin wouldn't fit in our driveway. Wouldn't fit in the driveway, no. Uh, wouldn't fit in the garage either. Um, and, <laughs> I mean, the Prius barely fits in the garage. Yeah, and so when I think about all of those, you know, those emotions that are around that car, it's you know, if you use your emotional guidance system as Magellan, right, the the uh, explorer, you know, it's a good metaphor to think about. It doesn't really do much for me. Like, I appreciate it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's artistic. Well, it fulfills your ego. It well, that's the obvious, and your right? Lack and well, the obvious that that's the obvious, but that's not even the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is a bigger one, which is that it doesn't light me up in the way that it should to move me. Now, if I flip it around, I could go on YouTube and I can watch 70s, 1970s, 1980s, sun-kissed, good vibration, Beach Boys commercials of them playing volleyball and surfing and light up like a Christmas tree. I can't wait until Saturday. You know, I, I am, you know, I, as I'm as I'm speaking, I'm looking at my wetsuit hanging just so to make sure that it gets every grain of sand off. So when I get back in it, it's perfect. These, and, and that is not like me to have a wetsuit hanging on anything in my view, right? I'm laughing I, because- <laughs> It's not, right? No. I want everything put away and and perfect, but that doesn't bother me. So here's the point. It's a long-winded answer, but I'm hoping that as I'm explaining this, that you're thinking about the things in your life that are really giving you joy. And to Kim's point a second ago, not the one that's serving the ego, not the one that it's like, well, you know, I, I, I've always, since I, was, since I was a kid at 30 years old, I always wanted to have the Ferrari or I had it up on my wall. And that may have been the case, but when you were 16 and you wanted the Ferrari, it was for a different reason. But when you're 20 or 30 and that changes, 
you want things. And, and I think in, in just in life, you hit different seasons and you want different things for different reasons. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really, really content right now with most of the things that I have in my life. Are you content or are you enjoy? Um, I would, I would because say- Because content is the bottom of the upward spiral, just so you know, the, enjoy is number take one. Me, give, me the, give me the ones, you have them in front of you? Give yeah. me the ones, I'll, I'll answer this. Give me the ones from- uh, The bottom of the upward spiral. So if everybody listening imagines an arrow going up, okay, okay like with a spiral wrapped around it. Yep. Joy and appreciation are at the top. Go the other way, go from content up. Content is at the bottom of the upward spiral. Yep. There's also a downward spiral. Okay. Hopefulness is number the next one up. Keep going. Optimism. Keep going. Positive expectation and belief. Keep going. Enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Uh, happiness. Okay. And then there's passion. Mm, happiness. And then there's joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love. I feel like I'm somewhere on the streets of happiness. Okay. That's where I would put myself right Good. now. Like it's like in California, great backyard, love the deck, love our vegetable garden, love but being a couple blocks from the beach. But wouldn't it be interesting to see if you can use appreciation? What's and the next one up from that? After Enthusiasm, the- eagerness, and happiness is, the, is all in one. The next one up is passion. I mean, you are passionate about surfing. You are yeah. passionate about getting out to the beach and putting your feet and in the toes every day. And what's up from passion from there? Joy, joy, love, appreciation, okay. and all of those are. So I'm moving. I'm moving. You're up the moving scale. up the scale. I'm moving up the scale. So that's a. So this is a good segue into my second thing. Okay. So I am a new. I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt okay. you, but but Atlanta. If I mm-hmm. did the same thing for Atlanta, it would have been in contentment. You weren't content in Atlanta. So I wasn't even at the bottom of the scale. No, you were you were somewhere down in jealousy and discouragement mm, and disappointment. You're right, and, I was. And pessimism and boredom. Yeah, and you're right. You were you were you're right. Your life was the downward spiral. You're in right. Atlanta. Slippery slope. But because that's where you allowed it to be, mm-hmm. you can change that by going into appreciation and finding the things you can appreciate. Right. Okay. Yep. 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 So. Okay, so good segue because this is the next thing that I learned. So I am a new meditator, right? I I am going I have been consistently meditating uh, for the last. Well, consistently is a bad word, but I've been meditating more intentionally. How about we'll put that there for the last couple of months? So I'm new to this. Mm-hmm. I have though in the past always done affirmations. And I've always had a vision board and in my adult life. And those things are like affirmations, manifestation, and all of that. But I'm new to like the other side. Here's another thing that I got this week mm-hmm. that really... Actually, I got it a couple of weeks ago, but it made massive sense to me this week. Mm-hmm. When you do not use affirmations and manifestation practices to raise your vibration, you must be in the high vibration in order for the affirmations or the manifestation to work. So just walking around going, my life is good, my life is good, my life is good, when your vibration is really jealous and angry and pissed, to get you out of it, that doesn't work. Which is why if people try these affirmations and they say it 10 times in the mirror and whatever, you have to do something to raise your vibration first. So what I've been doing to make sure I'm in the right place for manifestation, the right place to do affirmations, I've been starting with gratitude. 
Because when you go into gratitude, that's at the top of the scale, right? That's at the highest vibe you can be in. That's at joy. That's at appreciation. That's at love. So I will think about the people that I love. I will write mentally or physically a list. And then from there, I will do the affirmations. And sometimes it's an affirmation or manifestation meditation. How you like that? So the key that I never knew was that walking around and yelling at yourself in the mirror, you know, like what was his name? Stuart Smiles or what was his name on Smalley. Stuart Smalley on SNL. Like doing all those things. Yeah, okay, it's great, but you have to raise your vibration. So every single thing is about getting yourself as close to joy and love and appreciation as possible. Yeah, I think that was I think that was really beautifully stated and uh, I will tell you that what you're doing is you're there's two things that come to mind. One is you're interrupting the pattern, so when it happens again, you're going to immediately go right into love and two is once you get this lesson, you're not going to you're going to be able to have your Sundays from, a, from mimosas. I know, my damn Sundays are being, are, people are trigger happy on a Sunday. All right, we're going to leave you uh, with this. And that is, I want to highlight one thing you said, because this is like a little subtle difference that I don't think a lot of people understand. So you've heard, you've heard us talk before about having a vision board and putting it up in your kitchen and grabbing a bottle of wine and stepping into the vibration and you know using that to attract what it is that you're after. And I think that works as long as your vibration is there first, to Kim's point. A lot of people, I believe, will, they are un, uh, dissatisfied with their life. They cut out pictures of a villa in Tuscany, as an example, and they put those pictures on the vision board. And they try and attract that in their life through looking at the vision board. But that's not how it works. The way it works is you get into the vibration first, and then you look at the vision board vibing at that level. So you're excited. You're having conversations about how excited you are for this new future. That, and that's, if you, if you remember, Kim, that's what you and I did. Mm-hmm. We sat there at night and we talked literally until, like if somebody would listen, they'd throw up. <laughs> because true. it would be every night, oh my God, we're gonna be, we're gonna be spending four months in Italy. We're gonna be living in California. We'd be like, if they were there, be like, I can't hear this but again. We, but none but of we, it had, well, none of it was planned yet. None of it was planned yet. And it was ping, we played, we had a ping pong match all, you know, in a good way. It was like, oh, and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do that. And then we're going to go to this country and we're going to go to that country and we're going to live near the ocean because our vibe when it was over, our subconscious was working all night, not because we used the vision board to attract it, because we used our vibration around how amazing it's going to be when it's in our life we matched the vibration and we brought it in. Well, there's more. I need to tell one funny story. And there's the potato peeler. No, here's the funny story. So if you believe everything happens for a reason, then- then You're going to tell the the, the IRS story? It's not the IRS, but uh, it's the SBA. So we were- Oh, I thought we had a sense. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's the SBA. So we were sending paperwork to the SBA- for one of these things that they're offering, right? So we were sending some paperwork in and uh, we don't have a printer in our house. I have not been able to figure out how to set this thing up to save my life. So I sent the paperwork over to Kinko's along with my new affirmation that we're saying every day, everything is always working out for us. And? And the emotional 
vibration scale that the, we've been talking about, the, the emotional just, guidance the scale. The one we just read you with, with the, the one up, that goes up and the one goes down. Yeah. So I print, I sent all three things and I said, Rob, would you please go to the um, Kinko's and get the printing that I did? And in that printing is the letter we need to send to the SBA. And would you please do that for me? And so he did. And he went and mailed it. And then, you know, the next day he comes home and I wanted the emotional um, guidance scale to put on our refrigerator to remind us where where we are in a negative state to how we can bump up to the next level or whatever it is to pull us out of it. Because I'm really, if you know anything about me, it's that you can't teach me something and not put it into action because I can't function without actually taking action. So I want this on my fridge. And I printed it in color too. I just want you to know that it was a color printing. So it was beautiful. And I said, Rob, where's the where's the emotional guidance scale? And I printed our affirmation, each of us, so we can have it. And he was like, what are you talking about? I said, I I sent it to Kinko's. And he was like... And I said, how many pages did you need to send to the SBA? You're like two. And I was like, oh shit. I folded up like 12. So whoever at the SBA is going to get our paperwork, if you believe everything happens for a reason... They are going to get our paperwork. They are going to get something that (laughs) says everything is always working out for us and the emotional guidance scale. And we don't know if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) for the SBA. But we're going to go from there. I would give anything for like a GoPro attached to that person's desk, (laughs) recording when they open it, scratching their head going, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Or maybe they need it. That's it. Um, uh, a, a quick commercial. If uh, two two quick commercials. Number one, if uh, now that uh, the uh, the country's starting to open up again and the world is starting to open up again, we are filling our um, our next uh, work hard, play hard experience, and that's going to be in Marrakesh, October fourteenth to the eighteenth. Uh, we're almost full, um, mostly because we're looking for the right people. So, who is the right person? An entrepreneur who wants to connect with other entrepreneurs and have great experiences around the world. That is uh, somebody who's really into travel and wants to have great experiences. That's that's who that's for. Also, I am doing coaching. Occasionally, Kim is jumping in uh, because she's got a natural skill set around ideation. Uh, so if you're interested in getting some coaching from either one of us, hit us up on Instagram and we'll tell you how to fill out an application. All right, that's it, everybody. Have a great week and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.